shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. Welcome back to the next English podcast. Here is another live show for you. How are you guys doing? I hope you are doing great. And as always, it started playing the next jingle. So, um, so guys, I hope you are fine. I'm going to do a quick introduction. And then, um, as usual, I'm going to invite a very interesting guest. So thanks, everyone, for showing up today. Uh, how is it going? And what's the weather like where you are, guys? Here it's, to be honest, I don't really experience much of the weather these days. That's because I have turned into a bit of a night owl. I have, I have told you that before, haven't I? So these days I don't really, <laughs> I don't really know. It's not much to write home about, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I guess it's all right. Is it any different where you are? And what about uh, the lockdown situation? Have you got, have you got a lockdown in your country? How is COVID-19 treating you? I hope it's getting better where you are. I mean, here I'd say um, the curve has started flattening, so to speak. I mean, the prospect was very bleak at some point, And there was a risk that it could get out of hand and that um, the, the healthcare system could even collapse. That was the, that was the scare. And that's why we introduced some tough measures here. Nobody really liked it, but I think at the end of the day, it worked. And uh, now I think it's it looks like we will be able to handle it. So I hope it's uh, the same in your countries because I know this COVID nineteen. You know, it's um, it's happening everywhere, but um, it sort of goes up and down, doesn't it? If you look at, look at the graph and when it gets bad and then suddenly it gets a little bit better and just when you think it's um it's all <laughs> you know out of the woods as we say that's an english expression if something is out of the woods it means there's no more danger and then um people you know sort of start not taking it seriously again and get a bit complacent and then another wave comes. So, you know, I'm, I just, I'm just getting annoyed by it. I, I'm pretty sure you are also annoyed because I'm talking about it now. But um, anyway, I just, you know, wanted to do a bit of intro as I normally do. But uh, one more thing before I... I have no idea what happened here, but I've lost a bit of this recording here. And it's going to happen once again. So I apologize for this. Which is... Um, aimed at all online learners, but I also have English teachers there. And in order to join, uh, you have to go to teachersdenek.com and uh, just click the ZEP section, the next English podcast section, and uh, there you will be able to join. Uh, so if you are not already there, it's a free group and um, it's, um, it's a place where um, English learners like yourselves or your friends, if you invite them, could practice their English 
regularly because I'm I'm gonna be doing certain events there, like um, a disc a regular discussions and things like that. And other team, one of them is Daniel Gutson, who I believe is here, and he says that it's pretty rainy in Switzerland. And similarly, Martin from Germany is saying it's it's raining there. So. Um, I was saying that Daniel is also part of the team and also Monica. I don't know if Monica is listening, but uh, they, I made them moderators of that uh, group. So they will also have their own events there. And you, you are also invited to listen to different podcasts and watch different YouTube channels and things like that. So please do check that out. But without further ado, today's guest originally comes from Serbia. Uh, but as far as I know, currently he's living in Slovenia. Um, I met him online about a month ago because um, he had joined uh, my English through board games free session. And um, that's, that's the free session that I occasionally do to sort of show people how I teach English using board games. So he joined the last one. Now, um, this time, I for some reason, I had a lot of very high level learners uh, in that session and Boyan again I'm sorry I have no idea what happened I can only assume that I touched some of the cables I have here in front of me and my microphone got disconnected so I'm really sorry about this so um, yeah we are going to talk about two main topics his job as a mobile games producer which I personally find very fascinating. And I think it's quite close to what I do because I like games. I use games in my classes. And also uh, about a martial art. So uh, two interesting topics that are seemingly unrelated. Uh, the martial art that we're going to talk about is called capirera. I hope I'm pronouncing it capirera. I hope I'm pronouncing it right because I'm not sure about it. But I'm sure, I'm sure our today's guest will tell us and I think it's time for me now to invite him on to the show. So, Boyan, if you can hear me, could you please call us in? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Uh, Great. How are you doing, Boyan? Doing good. Doing good. Under, under Corona lockdown. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of... It's a bit of annoyance, isn't it, for everyone around the world these days? Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm just going to um, ask Martin. Martin says there is a sound problem. Can you hear me? Martin, can you hear me well? Or what, what's, what's happening? Yeah, I believe uh, it was for everybody. Uh, I lost you as well for... Oh, okay. That's, that's weird. Uh, but... Oh, perhaps it's because I, I think I accidentally left a video on. So I think it's it should be better now. I think there must have been some sort of connection issue. But is it better now? Yeah, Guys? Can, yeah, okay, excellent. So, Boyan, great to have you here. Uh, so, you. so you're from Serbia, but uh, you're currently living in Slovenia. Is that right? Correct, yes. Mm -hmm. So how different are these two countries and the languages? Because I assume they are quite similar, right? Because both of them are countries of former Yugoslavia. Yeah, yes. Uh, they're as different and as uh, similar as they can be. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of the things that uh, connects them. And mm -hmm. a bit more things, but there are also a lot of, a lot of other things that uh, make them different and, and okay. stand out. Uh, okay. Specifically, the history uh, is different and uh, it overlaps in some areas, such as you mentioned, during the Yugoslavia mm -hmm. uh, era uh, and maybe a, a thousand years before when it was all uh, more similar and the same language, but uh, it, it grew apart. Mm -hmm. So in terms of similarity of language, uh, it's, it's not intelligible. You, you have to spend some time in order to, to understand it better. I see. So um, how long did it take you to, to feel sort of comfortable um, after you moved to Slovenia in terms of the language? Well, it took me maybe one month uh, to understand what's what the, they're talking about mm -hmm. and maybe six months for me to speak on a basic level because okay. there are there are different words that uh, the same words that have different meaning mm -hmm. and uh, the meaning is often uh, totally different right it's not even okay. similar uh, so you can get uh, very very different uh, outcomes for example on serbian if i would say uh, you're very dear to me. Mm -hmm. uh, on Slovenian, it would mean you are very expensive for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's... So, yeah, it's those kind of okay. traps that you have uh, to I see, out. I see. But in terms of the, let's say, the melody of the language, the, um, the accent, is it quite similar? And what about the, the grammar structure? Would, it, would you say that the, the grammar rules are quite similar? So that's why it pr probably didn't take you so long because... Uh, I imagine one month learning learning a language in one month or being able to understand it is quite an achievement. But I, I assume it's it's kind of easier because those languages are sort of related, right? Yeah, yes, correct. Uh, so they are uh, in grammar almost uh, the same. Mm -hmm. You have the cases, the structure, and all of that. But, I see. Uh, it's a very different accent if I were mm -hmm. to compare to English, maybe you know, like Australian and. Uh, Cockney English, they're absolutely <laughs> different than okay, the yeah. sort here. You can never nail it down. It's that's, pretty obvious you're speaking a different type of a language. That's right. And what about the, the life there in Slovenia? So um, honestly, I don't know much about Slovenia other than it's one of the smallest countries, I believe, of Balkan. Is, am I saying it right? The, the Balkan pen Peninsula, right? Yes, uh, it, it's a very interesting thing about the Slovenia and, and their relationship to the Balkan. If you go mm -hmm. on Wikipedia and you check uh, Balkan on the Slovenian language, it says that Balkan starts uh, on the southeastern border from Slovenia, from Slovenia and Croatia, so from mm -hmm. Croatia down to, to Bulgaria. Okay. And uh, if you go to the Croatian website on uh, Wikipedia and choose Croatian, it says it starts from Bosnia and Serbia uh, down southeast. I see. Uh, so, <laughs> so there's kind of this uh, discrepancies. Uh, discrepancy between uh, <laughs> yeah. what, where Balkan actually starts, right? I see. Uh, so I see. Uh, officially, if you look at geographically, it's supposed to be... Uh, this border of the river Sava and uh, uh, uh -huh. and then Danube. So uh, in that in those terms, uh, half of Slovenia would be uh, just the tip of Balkan. Right. 
But I also I also heard that Slovenia is the the economically the most you know the what's the word for it the, the richest okay. country of yes. all the countries uh, in that area. Uh, yes, yes, correct. Uh, that still stands. It has mm -hmm. been like that for the last hundred years. I think uh, also it has to do with history in the region. Uh, part of it was in the Austro-Hungarian Empire, same right. as, as, as Czechia. Yep. And the other part was in the Ottoman Empire. And it was like that for centuries. And you can still mm -hmm. feel it uh, up to this day. So Croatia and uh, Slovenia were in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And it was those two states are the most economically advanced. Mm. Others belonged to the Ottoman Empire in their life. See, so, so because of my uh, weak history knowledge, you just reminded me that uh, both your and my country actually used to be the same country at some point in history. Uh, so you mentioned Austro-Hungarian Empire. So uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah, it was a uh, a lot of people can say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but the thing it is, like. Huge. So many different countries were part of that, but it was called Austria-Hungarian Empire. So it, it, the name itself suggests that our countries were not the most important countries in that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's why it doesn't exist yeah. anymore. <laughs> exactly, because it was People so hetero. We would say heterogeneous. Yeah, it was not very homogeneous, and that's why there were a lot of problems, I, I guess, with it. But on that fact, there was an interesting movement before it collapsed. The, the king proposed that it should be the Austro-Hungarian Slovene Empire. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and it was, uh, the, there was a, a decision whether the, the Slovene, uh, the Slovene uh, capital would be Prague or Belgrade. Mm. Uh, mm. But that, that approach quickly fell and World War I <laughs> sort of totally destroyed that idea. Yeah, and then the, the king was assassinated and, all, and the First World War started, yeah? Something yeah. like that happened. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's a long time ago, by the way, listeners. We are talking about, is that, is that like almost, one, no, more than 100 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, Boyan. Until it end, from when it ended. Yeah, so, so the reason you know so much about this is because, uh, I, 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 I guess it's because before this show, you told me that you had studied... Um, international relations at, at the university, right? So um, yes, that's correct, correct. that's probably why you know so much about it. And also that's why I suppose uh, that's why your English is so good because I assume that uh, when you study international relations, uh, you really have to uh, be good at languages. And you, I think you probably speak even more languages than just English, right? I, I would say I understand more uh or try to speak more, but uh, definitely uh, mm. not on the level as English. Okay, uh, well, because I... Correct, yeah. I, I studied uh, on English, actually, because I started, studied uh, the master's in Lithuania. Okay. And uh, that's where the, cor the, the course was. So mm -hmm. all of my, uh, all of my uh, studies were on English, and mm -hmm. the literature was actually uh, either from USA universities and their professors or Oxford or Cambridge. Cool. And, uh, that was 10 years ago or more. And back then I had, uh, so I had to either lead, uh, I either had to learn something from one book or the other. Mm. So when I was reading the American English books, I just open and read them. But yep. when I had to read from 
Oxford books, I had to open the dictionary, open Google Translate, and <laughs> then uh, start reading those things. Are you saying they were more difficult to read? Or? Uh, yeah, they used more, like the, the British books used more profound language, more mm -hmm. uh, Latinized. Uh, oh, maybe old-fashioned as well, like Tao. Old-fashioned yeah. as well, yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. I tried to explain uh, with less words. So they used words that have more meaning, while yeah. uh, American was more pragmatic, strict to the point, no need mm. for uh, the fancy words like uh, like the Oxford used. Mm. Just mm. a little note uh, related to English back from my study days. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Welcome back to Zdenix English Podcast. Here's another live show for you. So how is everyone? Let me know. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs> of course, this happened again. <laughs> Why wouldn't it happen, right? Uh, so how is everyone doing? I hope you're fine. We've got an interesting guest again. But um, I have to multitask a little bit right now because, as I said, I didn't share this with me with my uh, The Next English Podcast Facebook group members yet and also my new uh, Discord group. So I'm doing it now. So I need to I need to make sure that I uh, enter the right link that will take everyone right here. So I think I've managed to do that. Now the Discord group, it will only take a few seconds. I know this is exciting. Just bear with me for a second. It's almost done. Uh, okay. All right, I'm done. So I'm back here with you. And I wonder how you guys are. Monica is fine. I'm glad to hear that, Monica. Thanks for showing up again. And who else do we have? We have got Claire, Stacy, Ivona is here, Martin, Manny, and that's it for now. Hopefully, more people will show up. Oh, here's Ilaria. Thanks for coming. And it's it's wonderful to have you all here, of course. Uh, did you guys listen to the latest episode of the Next English Podcast, the one I recorded yesterday, the one that was never meant to be recorded the way it got recorded? <laughs> it really got out of control a bit. I didn't mean to do that at all. It was supposed to be just a short announcement, you know, but uh, I just felt like talking. So I kept going and nobody was able to stop me at that point. And then um, there was a moment I realized, hmm, this kind of qualifies like a regular episode. So, so I just gave it a number and, you know, Bob's your uncle, as we say. And it looks like MJNR Monteiro is also here. I, I believe if I can recognize you from the photo, I, I think this is, is your name Eduardo? Hi, I'm probably getting this wrong, but I may remember you back, back from London. So thanks for listening as well. And if, uh, if you want, you can clarify what I've just said. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's your father. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's, for some reason, your father reminded me of someone else that I taught in, back in London. He was actually a, a, a university professor. So, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. But I think it's high time I, I started introducing my today's guest and also as Serkan has just made it into uh, the next English podcast live show I think uh, 
it's time to do that. So my today's guest is uh, someone who has been on this podcast a few times before. So you may recognize him if you are a regular listener. I can't actually remember how many times he has been on this podcast, but I think it must have been at least twice. I know that first time it was at the end of my Delta course, and that's because my today's guest is actually my classmate, my um, someone I took the course with. You know, he was one of the one of the what what did we used to call them candidates? Were we Delta candidates? I don't even know anymore. What were we? <laughs> uh, okay, we were pretty much those people that took that course. Okay, let's say course participants, and. Um, yeah, we studied together. Okay, that's that's the point. He's also an English teacher, and uh, he is very successful in English teacher. And we have something very important in common. We are both non-native English teachers. Okay, so English is not our first language, but my today's guest English is absolutely brilliant. He has worked in Australia, Ireland, Spain, Portugal. I believe I'm probably forgetting some countries as well. Was it also New Zealand? I'm sure he will tell us himself. Uh, so he is a TEFL teacher. And I believe these days he's also a teacher trainer, which is like a higher level as well. It's pretty much, he's pretty much looking after other teachers and tell, tells them how to teach and gives them feedback and all that kind of thing. So um, and also as it happens, he was listening to the last live show live and even commenting here in the in the what do we call it the chatting room and that's when we were talking when i was talking to boyan about the brazilian martial art cap capoeira and uh, the reason is because uh, he is brazilian himself yes that's right he comes from brazil and of course it's none other than manuel manuel uh, aka manu manuel if you're listening could you please call me in uh, and Manuel is also saying that he has worked in New Zealand, of course. Of course, how could I forget about that? Manuel, can you hear me? I can hear you very well. What about you? Can you hear me? I can hear you very well. Thanks very much. And thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's good to catch up with you. Anytime, yeah. mate. Anytime. So can can everybody hear Manuel clearly? I think it's it's all gonna be fine. I, I think you you sound loud and clear to me, so very audible. Yeah, Monica uh, raises her thumb, so that's a good sign. How are you, Manuel, these days? I'm good. I'm been job hunting and uh, doing a little bit of self study, you know, like uh, online courses and stuff. Yeah. I've been away from social networks over the summer, but now I'm trying to get back into it. Yes. And yeah, I mean, I need to buy a new computer actually because my laptop <laughs> is 11 years old. So How can you have a laptop a that is 11 years old? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's on its last legs for sure. Like, since we're talking about idioms, let's just start with one. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to get that fixed like next week with uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, even though this mm -hmm. year it's probably not going to be very exciting, but uh, we'll see. Well, fingers so crossed by the way, that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of my former colleagues is here, Claire. She's a musician and oh, okay. teacher in Bristol. She's in Bristol now. And also, I don't know if Sammy is here, but she said she was going to be. But if she's not, she can hear the recording later. Okay, but do you remember her? She, she was my friend. Like, she's my high school friend, and we played code names in England together. She went okay. to the pub with me. Don't know if oh. you remember her. Oh, I, I, I think I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I told great, her great you to were going to... Claire, yeah? Yeah. No, not yeah. Claire, Sammy, the oh, Brazilian girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I, she said she was going to come. I don't know if she will, but... Oh, all right. Anyway, yeah. she's gonna, if she doesn't come, she'll hear the recording later. Okay. And I told her, um, yeah, I'm going to tell him you say hello, and he's like going to give you a shout-out, so if you can give her a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, can you remind me her name again? Se uh, Sammy, Sammy. Sammy, yeah. So shout out to Sammy, of course. It's fantastic that you're listening. Thanks very much for that. And uh, thank you, Manuel, for inviting all your friends. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to light lighten this place up, of course. Uh, so uh, And more people are coming as it happens. So that's that's great. And today we are going to be talking about idioms and you know, I was thinking what sort of topic we should choose for today's live show. But um, I always remember you, Manu, as someone who who was really good at idioms, who as someone who uses idioms naturally in his speech. And I have to say that for me, as somebody who is learning the language, is always pretty impressive. And uh, I know your computer is on on its last legs, but uh, I'm sure that you are not, Manuel, because <laughs> you have already used <laughs> this, this very idiom at the beginning of our show. So <laughs> I think you're at full strength. <laughs> no, May, no, thanks for the compliment. But it's a learning curve, you know, like we're going to talk about that later after yeah. the quiz. But mm. it's all, you know, like like using it, otherwise you lose it. So it's yeah. kind of the I like how key you, with how idioms. You, I like how you, knowing knowing the fact that we're talking about idioms, how you got into this mode, into this zone that you now say no, idiom in every single no, sentence. No, I, I mean I know I, I, I have know to decipher you are, what they mean. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know you are competitive as hell, and so am I. No, so, <laughs> not uh, with you, Manuel. Yeah. Not with you. I give up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not uh, I, I, I have to confess, I did a bit of study, like I did my homework because oh, no. I, haven't, okay. I haven't been speaking much English lately yeah. and uh, it's a okay. bit rusty. All so, right. um, yeah. yeah so my, obviously, my... I've been talking more with um, you know, my friends these days, like uh, Ahmad, who I think is in the room as well, from mm -hmm. Jordan. Like, we've been you know, studying together, and I've, yeah. I've been teaching Portuguese as well, oh, okay. which is something, well, I've only got one student at the moment, but it's something yeah. uh, really nice, because I hadn't done that in a while, and uh, mm. I did it quite a bit when I was in Australia, Yeah. Uh, but that's nearly eight years ago, yeah. so it's good to... Um, have that perspective of exactly being it's, a native speaker. Yeah, because uh, it's fascinating where coronavirus took us, us the English teachers. Because I have to tell you, it was back in was it May that I started teaching one American guy Czech. Yeah, so he's, he's a 
somebody who is living in the Czech Republic, has been here for a while and has really good English. Uh, I mean, Czech. Of course, he has good English if it's his native tongue, yeah, right? Of his mother tongue. But uh, he also wanted help with Czech. But I had never done it before. And as you said, it was a completely brand new experience for me. And I have to tell you, Manu, I, I, I knew nothing about Czech grammar and it was really tough for me. <laughs> but it was cool in a, in, in a way. Yeah, I know, I know where you're coming from because uh, like uh, most of my students in Australia, I had a couple of students who were elementary, but yeah. most of my students were like intermediate and upwards. So mm. they could actually communicate and they understood quite a lot. I gave like 95% of the class in Portuguese. Nice. Uh, but still, like sometimes they would ask me a tricky question about verb tenses, and mm. you've never really th thought mm. about it before. So it's actually, yeah. hang on, like I'm gonna yeah. uh, do some research and I'll tell you next class or something. Mm. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. It it makes you think about things like it's a totally different perspective. Yeah, which I like. Mm. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. It's it's good to have that sort of experience. And and how have you been, man? You you you're really busy at the moment with Discord <laughs> um, and everything, isn't it? By the way, whoever yeah. is here who's who has enjoyed Discord, learn mm. English online, please join. We're there. <laughs> I'm I'm going to send a link as well, so so that everybody can join through this chatting room as well. So it's a, something I have recently started. It's um like an on learning online community. Uh, or online learning community. I don't know what's the, what's the right order there. But um, the point is, we want to help people. And it's not just me doing this, it's other people. We want to help people. Uh, we want to help English learners with uh, speaking because I realize as an English teacher that uh, the learners never have enough English speaking practice. Often, mm -hmm. often they sort of shy away from it and it's the last thing they want to do. They often do a lot of listening and they watch Netflix and whatnot. But, you know, sometimes yeah, it's just I think the idea being I'm still active. Yeah, I am still getting my head around it. But mm. uh, it's really cool that you have a number of channels and yeah. then say uh, students like who are actually learning English, they happen to join at the same time and they find like-minded people who are of about mm. the same level. They say, oh, guys, you guys want to have a chat or something. I think it happened the other day. Like yep. There were like three or four people, and they went to one of the voice channels. Exactly. Like, that's really cool. Like It's some sort yeah. of like, like it's natural. It's a mm. bit mm. unpredictable. Like They were not yep. planning on it. Yep. But it was there. It was available. It was a possibility. And I think the platform is really, really... Uh, it has a lot of potential, so I yeah. think it's... I, it's... That's actually my intention. I actually wanted it to be this, yeah, so to be used for this very purpose. Uh, so finally, it sort of lived up to it. But I also realized it's going to take me time until I get enough people there so that it, it's going to feel more natural because now not that many people are active there because I've also invited people who don't really use Discord that much. You know, and as a result of that, they might not have noticed... Um, the things that we write there and, or they just forgot about it or something else, you know. So it's going to take some time until it gets really uh, popular or, let's say, useful. But um, the idea is there and I just need a bit of support from others and more people to be on board, you know. 
more like-minded people and then i think we can create something good out of this you know yeah well, definitely yeah hello 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 are you guys there can you hear me this is the next english podcast and another episode of it i hope you are okay i hope you are relaxing on a sunday evening it's important that you can hear me but also what i need to ask you about is how you can hear me can you hear me well now the question is really important because i have listened to some of the stuff i've recorded recently and the episode with manuel in particular the the last live show seems to be just a bit distorted when it comes to the sound the sound is just completely off it's just it's just not me it's like it's much deeper you know and also as a result of that it's a bit slower the thing is i can't really fix it because um i i could fix it in audacity which is the editing program that i use for editing the podcast but if i do that then um it's going to make if i sort of make, uh, let's say speed it up or something or or raise the pitch then it's going to raise the pitch of my guest as well and my guest sounded perfectly fine so that's the that's the issue as you can see so um it's a mess i'll have to apologize to manu I'm, i'll still publish the episode though but it's not as bad actually as the episode with as the episode with marvin if you remember that one but um well hopefully hopefully um it will be fine i did a test run with my today's guest and again there were some issues so i have actually changed uh, the cable that i've been using um for my mic so hopefully that has fixed it but please if anything happens during this episode if you notice any changes to my voice okay i'm not mutating or any, i'm not going to be mutating or anything yes i'm past my puberty guys yes i'm no longer in my teens unfortunately what a wonderful time that was yeah unfortunately i'm past that which also means i'm not going to be changing my voice anymore i guess not 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 as far as i know um but i'm not a um, doctor or a biologist or whoever <laughs> studies this sort of subject um anyway um i hope you are i hope you guys are okay um i have w- just finished watching my favorite football team arsenal uh they're still playing the game hasn't finished we managed to equalize we are playing against the wolverhampton wanderers the wolves yes that's the team we are playing against and right now it's not much of a pleasure to watch my team play because they are doing so badly they are out of form so it's it's more of a painful experience really um anyway um let's do a uh some admin stuff first before i get to my today's guest so first of all i'd like to remind you that these live shows get published but only for the patrons in their full scale or in their full full length um in other words it's the patrons of the next english podcast who have full access to these episodes uh in order to become a patron you basically have to pledge at least $1 a month which is the minimum i mean it's it really does make a huge difference in the production of this podcast because at this point um uh, considering how much effort it takes and how much i spend on the podcast i wouldn't really be able to do this podcast without the patrons 
So you can thank to the patrons of this podcast that uh, this is possible. Yeah, they are making this possible. And um, actually, obviously, I also want this podcast to be free because that's my way of reaching out to people who have never listened to this podcast. So it has to stay free as well. Okay. And that's why I also publish episodes for uh, people who are not patrons. And uh, speaking of which, I have just finished producing an episode. I'm, I apologize for those sounds, by the way. I forgot to turn down my phone. Gonna do it now. Uh, one second. Yep. Uh, where was I? So, um, the, the, yeah, I, I publish episodes for non-patrons as well. And uh, recently I finished producing an episode uh, about Kieran and his book, Battery Life. Kieran is a friend of mine and a colleague for, from Speak Up London. And he wrote his own book. And it's really, I think it's going to be a really interesting episode because I also read out one of the short stories from that book. So I hope you guys like that episode. It's coming out this week. And it will be available to absolutely everyone. Okay. So uh, another thing is that I have created. You might, ha you may have heard me speak about this before. I've created this Discord group, which is uh, my attempt to branch out, so to speak, to to basically help learners of English around the world. Because I I uh, understand as a, as an English teacher that I provide a lot of listening to everyone. This is all listening content, right? And you guys have a chance to. Uh, type messages here, which would be writing. But uh, I think one of the most important skills to work on is actually speaking. And that's where this group that I've created comes in. And it's called Learn English Online. And it's not just book about me or the next English podcast. No, not at all. It's actually a collaboration project. And there are other people. Some of them are actually listening to this episode right now. I'm, I would like to um, say hi to them. Um, Shout out to you, Daniel, um, and thank you for being part of this group and for being active there. And um, also Monica, who has recently uh, done her first event there. Basically, in this group, you, you get all these regular events uh, that you can all participate for free, completely for free. And um, that's like discussions or we're playing games. So Monica has done a uh, game of code names. I think she did it, was it yesterday? I think so. I think it was yesterday, and it was uh, it was uh, a really su successful event, and it went so well, and everybody was was um, you know everybody was enjoying it, and I I was pleased that that was the case, obviously. And if anybody wishes to be more active in that group, they have they can just ask me, speak to me, and I can um, you know I can show them how to create their own events, and you can just like make English-speaking friends there. That's the idea of this Discord group. I know some people are a little bit, uh, let's say, they struggle with Discord because it's new for them. You know, it's a, it's, it's something like, something between Skype, Zoom, and let's say WhatsApp. Okay, it's like a messaging, messaging thing, messaging platform. But you can, you have these fantastic voice chat groups there as well. And it, this is just, I can't, I can't praise this enough, you know, and it can make a massive difference in your learning if you really speak to people on a regular basis in English, if you make friends in English, it's, it's really perfect. And yes, 
Sometimes I promote my podcast there as well. You know, that's the idea that I also help people who have their podcasts like Daniel and myself and others uh, or YouTube channels and things like that. But we don't want to do it in an imposing way. You know, we don't want to like, we don't want every single message to be join my podcast, pay, pay us for this. And no, we don't really do that. You know, we show a lot. We give a lot of value there as well. And like I said, it's a collaboration project. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that my guest is getting a bit impatient because I haven't started introducing him yet. Yeah, I've just uh, let the kid out of the bag that it's actually a man. It's a, it's a male guest. I said him, right? If you say him, that means it's referring to a male. Okay, so my today's guest, I've never actually met him in person, but he seems uh, like a really friendly guy uh, or a man. And he, I have to say, from what I have heard and from the video that I've seen, he has really good English and, and a brilliant accent. And I, I always appreciate this as a teacher even more, knowing that English is not his first language, you know? So as an English teacher and as someone who has had to uh, um, come a long way getting to this point to speak like this, I know how much effort it takes and uh, what you have to do to reach such level. So it's really impressive. And you, you will be able to hear that um, and uh, judge that for yourself, of course. And um, we're going to be talking about his learning journey. I hope he, he will be able to share some tips and advice with you guys. Um, and also, he comes from an African country. And I haven't had that many Africans on this podcast before. He won't be the first one, not at all. But I haven't had that many Africans. So that's always nice to represent all continents, of course. So the country he comes from is Senegal. And, um, well, he's going to tell us about, about the geographical details himself. But uh, just, to, just to mention this, the last African I had on my podcast was Xavier from Zambia. And it was episode 264. But uh, my today's guest is also a teacher himself. However, he's not an English teacher. He actually teaches Arabic. And believe it or not, but Arabic is, is not his native language either, which is, which is incredible. I, 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 can't, I can't believe like, how many languages he can speak. Uh, but it's, it's interesting that he's, he claims that he actually feels more comfortable speaking English. Um, that's interesting as well. So I just want to pick his brain a little bit about um, what's, what it's like um, to teach Arabic and all that. I think I'm making this intro way too long. So I'm going to curb it a bit. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, find a shortcut because it's, it's, it's getting a bit too long. I just want to, one more thing I want to say is that my today's guest has appeared on uh, Daniel Goodson's My Fluent English podcast I believe it was episode 75. I hope I get corrected. I get corrected if this is wrong. And um, yes, so that's it. That's it. Please prepare some questions for my today's guest. Yeah, and you can. Um, I will ask you uh, to um, to um, to go for these questions towards the end of our interview. Okay, that's it. The intro is is done and dusted. I apologize for making it so long. It was not supposed to be like that. Right. Ahmed, if you're there, please, could you call me in? Uh, Ahmed is the name of our today's guest. 
Hello, Ahmed. Hello there, uh, teacher Zdenek. Hello, listeners. It's nice to have you here. Welcome to Zdenek English Podcast. How are you? Thank you very much. Um, I'm happy to be here as well. I'm doing well, actually. Okay, great, great to hear that. Listen, I'm so sorry for the intro. It was not supposed to be this long, okay? <laughs> sorry about that. No, 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 nothing's wrong with that. Uh, you're absolutely, I mean, all you've said is, uh, is quite right. I don't really know what happened there. But anyway, anyway, this is the most important part of the, of the episode, of course, the interview with you. So, Ahmed from Senegal. So, uh, where is, tell us about Senegal first, Ahmed. Where is it? Okay, uh, first, uh, b- before, before that, uh, shout out to Mr. Daniel Goodson. I think he's listening. Yeah, yes, he is. He's what? here. Mm-hmm. And the other listeners, uh, of course. Uh, so Senegal is a, a West African country of 16 million people. Um, lo- uh, I mean, the mm-hmm. habitants in, in, in Senegal are 16 million people. Okay. So it is located it is located in West Africa, as I said, and it is bordered by Mauritania, Mali, Guinea-Bissau, and uh, the Atlantic Ocean. So mm. it is uh, located uh, in the edge of Africa. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I, I always envy any any country that has the sea because I we don't have it. The Czech Republic, we are a landlocked country, so uh, yeah, that's, oh, really? that's quite enviable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring, you know, but, uh, because we can't but, enjoy, enjoy the sea, the waves, and the, the, the you know, but the smell you, and it, all it, that. Uh, I mean, it didn't uh, prevent us from the heat waves. It's, it's still very hot. I can imagine. Yes. Well, so uh, some people are taking rest by going to the shore or the to the beach. Lots of people enjoy doing that, especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, the other areas. Uh, of the country are suffering from the heat waves, especially I, right. um, around March, uh, April, June, July, August. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, where exactly, when it comes to the, what's it called? Is it latitude? I always confuse altitude and latitude. Oh my goodness. Latitude. Let's let's find these two words. So this is an opportunity oh. for all of us to learn something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, latitude. Yeah, latitude. Because altitude is about altitude is about the height. So when you are sort of climbing the Everest, right? That's the altitude. But yes. latitude is uh, about whether it's somewhere uh, close to the north or to the south, or if it's the equ- equatorial. So um, where are you? What's your latitude? <laughs> well, it's a bit uh, sort of uh, equatorial, I think. Okay. Okay, well, I guess, I guess then that 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 doesn't mean that you're in the in the hottest places, though, right? It's not like Sahara. No, or it's it's not no. uh, the hottest place, uh, but no. uh, you know, we only suffer from these heat waves uh, for four months each year, or about three months each year. I see. But, uh, I see. The, the the capital city, uh, Dakar, used to be very very cold. Hmm. Hmm. Especially at the moment, I see. But some, something is happening. It's, there's a, so is that is that a positive thing? Because if you say a heat wave, it sounds quite something you don't want to experience. But would well, you say well, that since you've been suffering from a lot of cold weather, <laughs> it's 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 nice for a hot, change? <laughs> yeah, hot weather. I'm using this uh, term to, uh, heat waves because the global warming is quite significant. It can be it can be 
you know, it's, it's something very, very clear nowadays. Mm. Um, when I was uh, about 10 and 12, 12 years old, I never ex I've never experienced um, a hot summers or hot uh, season like, uh, yeah. like we do these days. So hello everybody, my name is Zdenek and you're listening to Zdenek's English Podcast and this is Zdenek's English Podcast live show. Welcome to the show, thanks very much for showing up today and I've got a really special guest here today. I say guests, which is not normal here. You see, normally I, just ha I, I have just one guest, but I decided it wasn't enough. So I invited two guests today. <laughs> uh, technically, this show actually allows up to eight people talking at the same time, but that's, that seems too crazy. Uh, it wouldn't be feasible. But anyway, how, how is everybody doing? How is everyone doing? Are you guys okay? How has your weekend been so far? All good? Just waiting for some responses. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to proceed to introducing my guests. I, at this point, I would normally talk about football a bit, but as an Arsenal fan, there's nothing to talk about today after the North London derby. So I'm going to just uh, skip over that. And uh, let's move on to introducing my guests. So um, they are both English native speakers and also English teachers, so fellow English teachers, but they were not born in the same country. One of them was born and raised in Australia and the other one in the UK. Um, but what do they actually have in common? Well, it's the passion for traveling and experiencing different cultures all around the world, the passion for learning languages and getting to know different uh, people. And they also are behind one podcast, which is coincidentally, I don't think it's much of a coincidence, but <laughs> the, the podcast is about traveling and um, they share the cultural experiences there and invite interesting guests as well. Um, so um, the podcast is called You Don't Say. Now, I'm not sure whether I should pronounce it with a rising intonation because uh, there is a question mark and an exclamation mark in the name of the podcast, actually. You don't say, question mark, exclamation mark. And as a matter of fact, guys, I have recently appeared in one of, um, uh, in one of their country spotlight episodes to talk about the Czech Republic, which is the country I come from. Uh, so my today's guests are two online friends, actually, who have never met in person, which is quite fascinating, if you ask me. And um, however, they share the same passion, as I said, traveling and multiculturalism. Their names are Audrey. Audrey is from, um, Audrey is from Australia, and uh, she's also known for English on the Run, which is, I think, her brand. And Abigail, um, we, we can also call her Abby, she is from Confident English with Abigail, and uh, she, I believe, is from the UK. So now is the time to invite you onto the show, Abby and Audrey. So if you could call in and let's have a nice chat here. So I'm clicking connect. Hello, guys. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> how are you doing? We are. We're, we're well. <laughs> 
Are you speaking? For, are you speaking for Abby as well? No. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, because we were talking before, and we're really excited about <laughs> being on on the show tonight. So, and we've I'm excited talking before, <laughs> and I'm excited to have you here. But it's going to be a little bit of back baptism of fire for me as well, because it's <laughs> yeah. two people I'm talking to at the same time. So, you know, <laughs> it might be interesting. Um, let's give it a go. Yeah, let's give it a go and see where it takes us. So just to set the scene a little bit, yeah. So Audrey, she's from Australia, but at the moment she's based in Spain, as far as I know. Whereas yep. Abby um, was born in England and is still in England. If I'm still not still in England. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear, just to clarify that. Uh, specifically, you're from Manchester, right? I am, yeah. <laughs> So you're a Mancunian? I am, I am. But I don't, people say that I don't have a strong Mancunian accent, though. Def definitely not now. Because I, I know you might be two personas, as in you are an English teacher. So you might mm. be speaking differently here and then differently back back home with your friends, you know. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> right. So you both have experiences living in foreign countries and learning foreign languages. And I'd like to talk about this a bit in more detail later. Uh, but just for a bit of a context, what places have you lived in and what languages have you learned? So let's start with Audrey. Okay. So I've lived, I lived in um, Italy for 10 years. Mm. And let's say Italian was my first language um, properly learning as a second language because it, in high school in Australia, language learning is not really taken that seriously and we kind of, I guess, living so far away from lots of other countries, you don't sort of think about learning other languages so much. So um, I actually, when I moved to Italy, I said, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to learn Italian. So that was one of my goals. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I lived there 10 years, so I was lucky to a develop a good fluency at the end and I still speak a lot of Italian now and then yeah after 10 years there I moved to Mallorca in Spain and um, I knew a bit of Spanish before that I'd been studying it before and I am studying still a bit of Spanish but I'm also attempting to study some Catalan which is also spoken in Mallorca so not just Catalonia also the islands of the Balearic Islands they speak a form of Catalan. So, yeah. So this will be yeah, I'm at the beginning of a third language. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Well, a decade in Italy. And I believe it's mm. not a secret if we tell our listeners that you're also you also happen to be married to an Italian man, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> exactly. I learned <laughs> that from, I learned that say, from your podcast what, actually. So. What is what's an Australian <laughs> doing so long in Italy is I like, oh, must be romantic really. <laughs> <laughs> must be romantically involved well i learned yeah. this from your podcast you see uh, but now you're living in spain okay mm -hmm. got it yeah and what about abby um so i've lived in quite a few countries for different reasons so the first country that i lived in was actually italy i went there for university for um a year to do an erasmus year mm -hmm. um because i was studying italian and spanish at university and then after I graduated from university, I went to Spain to Barcelona for a year to work as an English teacher. So that was okay. way back, <laughs> way back in 2007, if I'm right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, long time ago. 
Um, and more recently, I've actually lived in China for two years. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's, in- that's cool. Yeah. So, so obviously, I would like to pick your brain about all these places, and we would definitely do that. But first, I think we need to introduce um, your podcast to my listeners. So um, you are two fellow English teachers, but you also happen to have an English learning podcast. So we could say that you're also fellow English teacher. English teachers podcasters because <laughs> I do exactly the same so and I, I suppose that's how we know each other because as I said I have been on your podcast before and so I guess uh, you're just returning the favor now <laughs> and, um, so why don't you uh, tell our listeners a bit more about your podcast you don't say I'll let you go first I'll let you start Audrey <laughs> and then I'll chip in <laughs> all right okay Well, we um, we met last year um, through a sort of English um, teachers kind of event and we got talking about podcasts and we discovered we both had um, a passion for listening to them. But what we both agreed on was that actually in the English, um, sort of when you Google English podcasts, there aren't that many that let you just naturally listen to English conversation. Hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of them want to teach you something, which is perfectly fine. Right. But I noticed a lot of the time my students just needed to listen, you know, in the car, listening to conversation, yeah. becoming more familiar with native speakers because sometimes it's so intimidating to watch a film or TV. Um they kind of get lost in it. And I thought, well, you know, like how many other podcasts are there we could listen to not too difficult English conversation, I mean, right. but at the same time natural. Something so authentic, we, as we call it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we don't edit the way we speak. We have lots of arms are like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of conversation going yeah. on. But on the other hand, we, we have a shared love exactly for different cultures we 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 quite easily agreed on what what it would be about so we wanted to talk about traveling and cultures mm-hmm. and just things you know that can be interesting to talk about with many of our students as well yeah a, a bit we wanted to give the feeling of like you know sitting around with a few friends having a laugh about things in life so mm-hmm. yeah that's and i agree idea. there are never enough podcasts like these uh, authentic podcasts And definitely, I also agree that there are a lot of podcasts who sort of just teach you some grammar or uh, vocabulary, and it, it's not really authentic at all. Sometimes it's even a bit patronizing because they, you know, yeah. th- this is this is more natural. And it, like it, this. Exa- <laughs> exactly. Like you, yeah. you know you are there in the position of a student or a learner, whereas listening mm. to your podcast, I really feel like I'm sort of part of that conversation almost. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. yeah, a bit like tonight as well. It's nice, isn't it? A bit more natural. Yeah. It's spontaneous <laughs> as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we, we have a lot of fun. We, you know, we set aside some time. We just set up Zoom and have a chat about the topic. We, you know, we agree on a few things we're going to talk about and it's it's very natural. So, yeah, and lots of fun. Yep. We enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I can confirm. Yeah. It's uh, it's re- really fun listening to uh, You Don't Say podcast. So, so. <laughs> about the name so it's a bit it's a bit strange like when i f- saw it first time when i was trying to google it it actually it actually didn't show up when uh, so what i have to do, what i had to do was to make sure that i really uh, enter the question mark and the exclamation mark in the end 
So why that? <laughs> I think we had a lot of um, we had four different names in mind, Ooh. and um, you don't say. I think we came up with that idea of when like someone say something to you in English and it's mm. like, you can't believe it. It's a little bit shocking. <laughs> so then you go, you don't say. Um, and that was that was the one that um, our followers on Instagram voted as their favourite. So we went, right. you don't say. Right, yeah. OK, well, it's definitely an inter- interesting name. Yeah, I just, I just, we just need to we just need to really um it's a bit of heads up to listeners, but when yeah, you're Googling, Googling it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the question mark, the exclamation mark. Otherwise you might struggle mm. a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So where can where can yeah. my listeners find you? Are you in on Google uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the usual places? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah you can find us on yeah, Apple, Google. Spotify, you can find us on Pocket Casts, Breakbox. Yeah. Okay. I'm not even there myself. Everywhere. You're everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Literally everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to using Anchor because they we we set it up with Anchor and they just they do the rest of the work. So Mm. we've been lucky with that. Yeah. Cool. Is there some sort of Instagram page or a Facebook? Yeah, so we have a Instagram account. I can drop it in the chat afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also have a Facebook group um, where we, I think we have just over 100 members and we just discuss different things from the show. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes we go live in there and it's just a nice community to discuss the topics that have come up in the past. So yeah, I can drop those in the chat. Okay, nice one. Lovely. So what sort of episodes do you do on your podcast? Who is your target audience? So I suppose English learners, as we have established, yeah? So I think at the moment we're particularly focused on people that do want to improve their English, but they also have a real love for travel and for different cultures. Um, And people that are intermediate level and above, I mean, it can be a little bit challenging for intermediate learners, but with time they get used to it and they start to notice that they're picking up a lot of vocabulary and using it in their daily conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, like when I listened to your uh, podcast, I was obviously as an English teacher, I was trying to sort of assess it from the point mm. of view of the learners. And I thought, yeah, intermediate students, B1, B1 level students should, should, you know, should be fine with this. And I think you, you speak at a reasonable pace and it's, you speak clearly and it's easy to listen yeah, to so I think, I think yeah I think yeah you definitely I mean people might get a bit scared because I'm Australian so but I, <laughs> I promise my accent is not that bad <laughs> <laughs> no and also not. with Abby being from Manchester also can be a little bit <laughs> different but um you know it's it's good practice I mean it's not too I don't think we've got really strong accents but you know you do yeah. notice it's not classic Queen's British so you know makes it fun yeah then it's of kind course of we RP, have our special but... guests who bring on different accents as well so yeah lots of different different uh, we had just had a, a recently a guest who's American so that was really good to you know to keep it different as well so yeah I think it's very important to keep it varied, even for the learners, because then they are exposed to um, numerous accents, and that's fantastic for their English. It's going to really—I don't know if you say this expression—to bend bend their ears, so to speak. You know, <laughs> it's going to really help them. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, 
Okay, so let's move on to talking about your travels, if you don't mind. So I'm quite excited to find out more about you. I'm sure our listeners will also come along for a ride. Uh, listeners, just, just a reminder, uh, you can mm, prepare some questions for Abby and um, Audrey. And it would be fantastic if you asked these questions at the end of the show as well. So um, tell us more about the countries you've lived in. So, uh, so Audrey, you've mentioned Italy and now Spain, right? And mm -hmm. Abby, Abby, you have also lived in Italy, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. and, and, and in China. Did I forget and about Spain, and, Spain and Spain as well? And Spain, yeah, I did forget. <laughs> all right. So, how different was the experience then, living in all these countries, and also comparing it to to the the, the country of your origin? I think for me, um, every time that I've moved abroad and lived abroad, um, I've been at like a different stage in my life, and. When I first went to Italy, it was really tough for me because it was my first time living away from home um, having to deal with like a newer language that I'd only started learning for two years. Um, if I can, yeah, if I compare that to like when I went to China, it was so much easier for me. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'd say like the main differences were when I originally went to Italy, I was surrounded by a lot of international students um, and actually didn't get to meet that many locals, come to think of it. But then mm. when I went to China, because I was working in a language school where half the members of staff were native English speakers and the other half were local Chinese staff, I was a lot more integrated into the culture. Um, I see. Yeah, which was really, really cool. Um, it left quite a mark on me. Mm -hmm. Which is a very nice expression if something yeah. leaves a mark on you. It's... Yeah. <laughs> um how how would we how would we trend, how would we describe that expression it it sort of it has uh, influenced you in a certain way yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's actually quite interesting because you see for me i'm from europe as you are so i would expect that china is more exotic and might be more difficult but i i, I guess what you said is true that it actually matters like at what stage in your life you you go abroad and how experienced yeah. you are because that 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 can make a huge difference so nice um what about you audrey mm, i realize i forgot a, a one experience of living abroad as well <laughs> many <laughs> perhaps it's one to be so forgotten long. you know <laughs> yeah no so long many years ago um i actually lived in just just for three months but in tokyo but just when yeah ah, when abigail was talking about china yeah yeah mm -hmm. just just tokyo for work but three months but it was yeah probably as as abby says like it left a mark on me because it was such a different experience right, you know? right. so i didn't speak a word of japanese mm, I, I, mm. I was kind of thrown there for work very quickly i did and was told to go there for two weeks and ended up staying for three months so it was really mm -hmm. crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> but ama but amazing as well at the same time because i learned so so much about the the culture was challenging of course because we were trying to work with the culture which was you know i had to learn a lot about how i guess we were a group of, a team of you know sort of more australians americans trying to work with the japanese mm. culture trying to find sort of a middle ground 
between right. the two cultures. And yeah, it was really, really fascinating. So that was my first, yeah, experience. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah, but I, I, I always knew after, I guess, after that, and I wanted to properly live in a country for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, be, being in Australia, you you're always kind of remote from other countries, and you, if you, every time you travel, you have to take a long flight. Yeah, may go for a maximum of a month and then back again, and mm. um, you can't sort of go for short weekends no. to you know foreign countries. So yeah, that was it. Was kind of I guess on my bucket list of things to do in my life was mm-hmm. go and live in in a country maybe do a year, just have that experience. And, and I chose Italy for that, yeah. All right. Well, a, a nice expression to use, by the way. It was on your bucket list, which is a list yeah. of things that you want to do before you kick the bucket, which means to die, right? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love this. This is one of my favorite expressions, actually. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. but it was. It's definitely something. I'm like, I've got to do mm. this. Yeah, I really, so I, you know, I don't, I'm not so big on having a bucket list, but this definitely <laughs> was a thing to do. So now, yeah. now that, that one is ticked off your bucket list Absolutely. now. Absolutely, yeah. Which is, which is great. And so what about Spain then? How, how is it different now from, from living in Italy? Because yeah. I assume it's not that different, right? It's still a European no. country and not too far away from there. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Listening to podcasts can help you with your listening skills. If you wish to work on your speaking skills, join my brand new Discord group called Learn English Online. You will find the invite link on my website, teachesthenec.com, zap section.